Welcome to The Weekly Kate, the show that keeps you in the know. If you like pop culture, celebrity gossip, Bravo news, or anything else entertainment Hollywood, this is your place. Join me and my co-hosts every Friday as we spill the tea and explain all the things. Get ready to spend part of your week every week with me. Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Kate, the show that keeps you in the know. How are you? Happy December. Today I'm recording on Thursday, December 1st, which is so wild. I woke up today and I was like, oh, it's December. Not like I've been ready for Christmas for the past month or anything. Like my tree's been up for three weeks. My house is decorated. There's lights everywhere. Christmas decor. But now all like the post-Thanksgiving naysayers are like fully involved too. Like everyone's in the holiday spirit, which I can really get behind. I feel like it brings people together, you know, not a lot going on over here. And I don't mean that in like the Taylor Swift sense where like, I do have things going on behind the scenes. I'm just not sharing. Like there's truly not much happening over here. (laughs) I most interesting thing I've done this week is go to my pre-employment employee health appointment for my new job that I don't start for another five weeks. And it was nice. The people that I met along the way were very kind. Um, I don't know what color scrubs I have to wear. So I'm going to have to figure that out. And I feel kind of awkward about that because my future boss gave me her number and her email. And while that's lovely and like, she's like, reach out if you need anything. I feel like reaching out to find out what scrub color I wear is like a little unnecessary. Like, shouldn't I be told? Like it's a uniform. Shouldn't, shouldn't someone tell me? I don't know. So otherwise my point was fine. The one thing that did happen that's really irritating is that when I called like to schedule the appointment, cause they make it a big deal to like call and schedule immediately. They were like, please bring your flu and COVID vaccination records. I said, okay, do I need any other vaccination records? Cause previously in jobs I've needed like my entire life's inoculations. And they're like, no, no, you don't need that. So I go to my appointment and she's like, no, no. You do. Those people don't know what they're talking about. And I was like, uh, well, I just moved. I have no clue where the hard copy is of all that. And I thought I had a digital copy and I can't find it. It's probably named something like totally stupid. And I should have named it vaccines or like immunizations, but I didn't. I probably named it something so dumb and I can't find it. And she was like, it's okay. If you can't find it, then we'll just have to, you know, we'll have to give you the immunizations again and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, if that's the worst that happens. That's fine. But like, I've had all of these. And like, if you need this reminder, just please be reminded to label things in your computer for when you're going to need to find it. Like, don't label your driver's license, like, like bad picture. Don't label your immunization records, my shots, like name it, like Kate's immunization record, Kate's vaccine, or like, I know it's in there. I remember putting it in there. I have it on a hard drive, but my hard drive has all my wedding pictures on it. So like I'm trying to fish through my wedding pictures to find tiny files and it's like not going very well. It's okay. If that's at least my problems, it's fine. If I have to get Tdap again, so be it. Hurts like a bitch though. (laughs) 
If you've had Tdap recently, like as an adult, it really hurts, <laughs> but it's fine. It's all, it'll all be okay. But yeah, like I said, that's the most exciting thing that's gone on. I got an onslaught of packages today. So I think I'll be wrapping gifts after dinner because Paul has some sort of work meeting. So I'm by myself, which is fine. Uh, we all know I like being alone. I spend a lot of time alone these days. <laughs> there was a, was it last week? I'm not, I don't totally remember, but he came home. He was like, did you talk to another person today? I was like, mm, sort of, sure. And he was like, you need to get out of the house. And I'm not agoraphobic. Like I do get out of the house. It's just, I don't have a ton to do. Cause like our house is essentially unpacked where it's completely livable, even though there's still boxes unopened, which is a little disturbing because like what's in there? If I'm operating without it, why did I need it in the first place? Do I not need it? Do I just toss it and just wonder what's in there? The only thing I haven't found, and I forget if I said this or not on the pod, I have not found my salad spinner, which is really annoying. <laughs> and I don't, for the life of me, know where they would have put it. And all the boxes that are not opened are like office or garage boxes. And they wouldn't have gone in there because the salad spinner is from the kitchen. So either the guy that bought my house also bought my salad spinner for free, or it's somewhere, or it evaporated. I have no idea. I bought another one, like begrudgingly, thinking like if I buy one, I'll find it. But no, that hasn't happened. <laughs> and I do wonder if I threw it away, like if I thought the box was empty because it's like light, you know, that's also a possibility. But I'm not sure. I have the really nice one too, the one from – um OXO with the like pushy thing on the top and the brake, like it's $40 salad spinner. I had to buy it again. Like, oh, I digress. It's fine. It's all good. We are here to break down pop culture, not to worry about my salad spinner. But if you are in the market for another salad spinner, it's the best one. <laughs> it's so good. It's the best one. Hang on. I need a water break. Okay, let's get in to this week's top headlines. First things first, I do want to address the Balenciaga ad campaign scandal. Um, it is it's wild what's what's happening. So this is from People. The luxury fashion brand has been receiving backlash since the launch. Since the launch, excuse me, I burnt my tongue on soup a couple days ago and like, I still sounds kind of weird, so I'm sorry. Since the launch of its recent 2022 gift collection campaign in support of the Balenciaga Spring Summer 2023, controversy surrounded two separate campaigns featuring different images. One of the ads featured kids holding teddy bears in leather bondage gear, and the other office ad involved a reference to a Supreme Court case on child porn. Um... While eagle-eyed social media users immediately attacked the brand, accusing it of sexualizing children in the holiday ad, Balenciaga is now suing the production company and the set designer involved in the guard robe office campaign. This is not the first time this luxury band has found itself in the center of controversy, particularly since Demna Gavazalia um, became the artistic director in 2015. Some of the brand's infamous past decisions have included putting heels on Crocs, selling destroyed sneakers for almost $2,000, and styling Kim... Kardashian and the head-to-toe black bodysuit at the Met Gala. 
You know where she looked, where she like was head to toe in a t-shirt situation. Remember that. Recently, the brand turned heads after cutting ties with longtime collaborator Kanye West after he wore a White Lives Matter shirt and publicly partook in harmful anti-Semitic rhetoric because he's an insane person. So, so essentially, November 16th, they launched this campaign with these images that many people on all sides of the political, social media spectrum are like, what is wrong with you? Um, the photos that are with children feature them holding handbags that look like teddy bears wearing leather, like BDSM clothing. Um, November 23rd, the photographer Gabriel Galamberti issues a statement on Instagram. November 24th, Balenciaga issues its first statement amid the backlash. They say, we sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign may have caused. Our plush bear bag should not have been featured with children in this campaign. We have immediately removed the campaign from all platforms. Hours later, the brand issued a second statement acknowledging the guard rope office campaign, which featured Supreme Court documents. We apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. November 25th, so the next day, Balenciaga initiates a $25 million lawsuit against uh, two people and two companies that are involved in the set design and brand collaboration. Um... Furthermore, Balenciaga claimed that Supreme Court papers were placed in the campaign photographs without their knowledge and had led to false association between Balenciaga and what was being detailed in the documents. November 27th, Kim talked about it on Twitter. So essentially, between campaign removal and Kim's statement was like three days, which personally, as a pop culture enthusiast and as someone who like watches Hollywood is a very long time. Three days is a lot of time to like procure opinions and tweak wording and come up with some sort of PR plan. That's a very long time, especially when you're someone as high profile as Kim that I'm sure has not only multiple publicists, but a crisis PR team, I would assume, who probably on some level have like a stock response version of anything, which I'm not saying that's what her response is. I'm not saying it's what it isn't. However, it, it, I'll just, I'll read it to you. I've been quiet for the past few days, not because I haven't been disgusted and outraged by the recent Balenciaga campaigns, because I wanted an opportunity to speak to their team to understand for myself how this could have happened. As a mother of four, I have been shaken by the disturbing images the safety of children must be held with the highest regard and any attempts to normalize child abuse of any kind should, not have, should have no place in our society, period. I appreciate the removal of the campaigns and apology. I am reevaluating re my relationship with the brand. I just, I have a lot of, I have some questions for Kim. Reevaluating a relationship does not mean like, oh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to, like, this sounds like I'm going to take a step back. I'm I'm not going to be as involved. This doesn't sound like I am no longer working with these people who threaten the safety of children. Right? So 
Then the next day, Balenciaga issued another social media statement citing errors. It was never our intent to include these things in our narrative. We take responsibility, blah, blah, blah. Um, apparently, the fashion house has announced internal and external investigations and new controls. We want to learn from our mistakes and identify ways we can contribute. Um, I just, I, I simply want to know the train of thought that led. And I think this, a lot of this comes from the artistic director who since has come to Balenciaga in 2015, the brand has changed quite a bit. I just want to know, first of all, who thinks high fashion is a teddy bear wearing bondage? I'm, I'm really want to tap into that thought process because that to me is so weird. <laughs> like as an adult, allegedly these, so if they're, if this campaign was not to, didn't mean to have kids in it. So you're saying that this is towards adults who adults are buying teddy bear purses in bondage. And who, why is Balenciaga making that? Like, I am not following why this is fashion. And some things in fashion are like, oh, it's so high fashion. It's haute couture. It's inconceivably beyond my level of recognition. Like, I am, you know, this fashion is so high fashion. I can't even comprehend it. Like, no, this is dumb. This doesn't make sense. And I realized that couture and um, very luxury label brands are not marketed toward everyday people. I understand that. And at a certain point, uh, most luxury brands aren't. But when you look at other campaigns, like they're not out of realm of possibility. The point of like marketing a fashion is to get it in the hands of people who want the fashion. But this is insane. Like who walks around being like, yeah, I want a purse made out of a teddy bear who wears bondage. That's what I want. And I'm going to pay X amount of dollars for it. Like I'm going to pay $2,000 for this teddy bear with a hole in it wearing leather. Like whose idea was this? I I find it absolutely wild. I'm very, I am glad that Kim said something because she has been so pro Balenciaga for so long. Since the Met Gala, she's been wearing like only Balenciaga for a long time but I don't think she said enough and I'm not going to criticize her for that. Like I, I would think she's in a very precarious position, maybe financially. I would think she'd be okay without them, but I just, I think when you say I'm a mother of four and I'm disgusted and I'm reevaluating my position, like to me, if I were a mother of four and I was in that position, it's very cut and dry. So I'm I'm not outwardly judging Kim. I'm just simply wondering, like, what her line is. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if this is causing you to reevaluate, and maybe that's the word your publicist has you use, and maybe that's, you know, whatever. But like, I can't imagine she needs Balenciaga's money. There are other other fashion houses who are probably dying to style her. It will be okay. So I don't know. I don't know. I it's it'll be interesting 
to see how the brand attempts to make a comeback because this is this is very damaging. As it, I'm not saying it should be damaging. It, it sh- this should happen. Like you don't get to oversexualize children and get away with it, in my opinion, like at all. But as a institution, do I think Balenciaga should be completely written off? No. The people involved need consequence. So once that's done, once this Demna freak is out and they find a new creative director who hopefully has a conscious head on their shoulders of just like right and wrong, then maybe they'll come back. And Balenciaga used to be a very chic, classic, timeless brand. And what they've been putting out over the past couple of years with this creative director is not classic timeless. It's getting weird and weird and weird. So maybe they'll revert back to their old ways. Cause I do think a lot of fashion that is timeless, classic, like silhouettes that are, that never go out of style, things like that are really coming back, like with capsule wardrobes and you know, it's a rough economy. People don't want to spend as much money year after year on trend. They're going to buy clothes and buy things that last and look good all the time. I think maybe that's what they should do. And not this like wild haute couture. Oh, my brain can't comprehend the level of this fashion. Like, I just, I find that so irritating. (laughs) Like at the end of the day, it's clothing. And while clothing can be an expression of personality, individuality, color, shape, texture, size, fabric, like everything, like at the end of the day, it's what you have to wear. And do a lot of people want to wear the most obscure shit? I would venture to guess not. Even the people who are buying luxury brands, like, do you want to wear this like oddball stuff that you're going to look like a circus freak in two years? No, no. Like you want your money to go to the right shit. That's all I'm saying. So hopefully, hopefully hopefully Balenciaga gets the overhaul they deserve. That's what I'm saying. (sighs) Okay. Speaking of Kim and unfortunately Kanye, the, uh, their divorce has settled. They have come to an agreement. They are splitting time joint and legal custody, um, joint legal and physical custody of all four of their children. Kanye is giving Kim $200,000 a month in child support, which is 50 grand per kid, which is almost two and a half million dollars a year in child support. Neither of them filed for spousal support. Obviously they're both billionaires. And then they're splitting their residences per what their prenup said which I find interesting. They've been married for eight years. Apparently they have 21 properties between them, which is a lot. I would imagine she doesn't want the ones in in Wyoming. (laughs) So we're fine. But am I not the only one who's baffled that like she gets that much child support? And I realize that it comes off of income and assets and all those other things. But for two parents who are billionaires, and I don't, I don't know how it works in the, in the legal system. Like if child support is necessary all the time, like regardless of income or regardless of assets, but like if you're both billionaires, is it necessary? 
I don't know. I'll have to ask Caitlin, I guess. And I'm sure it's different by states, but like, you're both billionaires. Like, Kim can afford her kids without the support of Kanye. Like, sure, it's probably appreciated or helpful or whatever the words are, but like, do you mean to tell me they're spending $5 million a year on their kids? If that's the support that she's getting? That's wild. <laughs> oh my God. That's over a million dollars a year for each kid. It's a million and a quarter. Dang. That's intense. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of money. <laughs> I just, yeah, I would like to know the specifics. Like, why that number? How how did they get there? What are we taking into consideration? Because it also said that they're splitting doctor costs, education costs, security costs, which is very interesting. Like, I need to speak to a very well-off billionaire who went through a divorce and has kids because I need to know, like, how do you factor in security costs? Like, is it just another expense? Like, oh, yes, tuition is this, security is this. Like, that just, wow. And, like, I feel kind of sad that the kids – and obviously Kim needs the security because what happened to her and then, you know, she'll never be the same. And I totally understand. But like, imagine constantly needing security and like people around you to keep you safe because of who your parents are. Oh my God. That's wild. Ugh. Yeah. So they're officially divorced. I think soon. I think once settlement is reached, then they'll probably be officially divorced soon. So we shall see. We shall see what happens. Um, I don't know if Kanye ever sold the house across the street. We reported on that like months and months ago, maybe a year ago even. So maybe he, he will still live across the street. I just like $50,000 a month per kid. Like, whew. Man, that's fuck you money. Like, you know how some people just like have gobs of money and you're like, I could never imagine. And like, this is what you have to do. This is what you pay for. Like you have this gobs and gobs of money, but then your school is like, however, thousands of a year. And then your security and your travel expense, like it's insane. Wild. Maybe when the show pops off, I'll get that. I'll get that rich and then I'll, I'll, I'll report back. <laughs> no, absolutely not. That's not happening. <laughs> girl can dream though. A girl can dream. Speaking of a girl can dream, I got a Spotify wrapped as a creator. And I just want to say that I have provided you 2,500 minutes of content in the last year, which I think is so cool. And my podcast is top 93% of shared, which thank you so much to all you beautiful listeners. I am so grateful. I hope to continue this trend and grow, 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 but I'm, I'm so appreciative. That's so awesome. Thank you. I, uh, I logged into anchor when I paused real quick and I saw that I'm like, that is, that is so awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so appreciative. Anyway, moving on. Um, Haley Bieber has come out and said that she has an ovarian cyst, the size of an apple. She posted a photo on Instagram stories of her, like, showing her belly, essentially. And she said, I have a cyst on my ovary the size of an apple. I don't have endometriosis or PCOS. I have an ovarian cyst. Have gotten them a few times. It's not fun. 
It's painful and achy and makes me feel nauseous and bloated and crampy and emotional. Anyways, I'm sure a lot of you can overly relate and understand. This is not a baby. I feel, I feel awful for her because she's had a ton of health scares. She had a TIA in April. She had to have the hole in her heart closed up after that. Justin's had his Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Like, will they catch a break? Evidently not. But also like, I feel like this announcement, this reveal or whatever we're calling it came from a place of wanting to make sure the, sure the world knew she wasn't pregnant. And like, I really do think that society has gotten so comfortable with oversharing and with people being nosy and with people picking at others that like, can we not just let this girl have a cyst and that be it? Like, do we always have to assume someone's pregnant? Do we always have to like have an opinion on someone's body? And like, I talked about this with Kara a few weeks ago. Like it, it is so crazy to me that she has to come on and tell us private medical information because it could be misconstrued that she has a baby bump. I just, that just sucks. Like that sucks. And it's not enough for her to just like have to deal with this within her own life. She has to be like, Hey, I'm suffering, but not pregnant. Sorry. Like that. That's terrible. That sucks. I remember a couple years ago, was it last year? I'm not sure. There was a picture of Kelsey Ballerini that went viral because people were thinking that she looked pregnant. And her response was, nope, just carrying around my organs. First of all, I think that's so clever. But second of all, like, can we not leave people alone? Does everybody not have organs to carry around, especially while Haley Bieber's are, her organs are growing other things? Like, we can't just leave her alone. She's carrying around her organs. Leave her alone. I just, I feel so bad. I wish her recovery. I know ovarian cysts can be so painful and some, some of them can get like huge, like apples are not small. Can you imagine something the size of an apple in your own body? That must be so painful. I saw this girl on TikTok recently who had an ovarian cyst the size of a watermelon. Like she looked nine months pregnant. That must be horrible. And like, People in society are so free to be like, oh, congratulations. When do you do? Like, this is a cyst. This, it's a cyst. Thank you so much. Thank you for noticing my body shape. Like, I would, I'm telling you, I would not have any couth whatsoever. If I had an ovarian cyst the size of an apple and I looked however many months pregnant, that would make me look. I don't look like Hailey Bieber, so who even knows? I'd be like, oh, what do you do? I'd be like, oh, this is just a growth. This is a growth motherfucker. Sorry. Like I, I would not be nice because I think it is so impossibly rude that people in society so freely ask people questions of this nature. And I've said that before and I, I will die on this hill. I think it is impossibly rude. And I do think it stems from like the millennial generation sharing a ton of things and Gen Z being so open and talking about stuff and, you know, However we want to say that, you know, like we as a society with social media and communications being what they are these days, we are much more open about things. Like not a lot's kept in private. Like people have cancer battles that are on the internet. They have fertility struggles that are on the internet. They have divorces that go extremely public. Like nothing is private anymore. So why wouldn't people feel the freedom to be like, oh, this isn't private for others. It shouldn't be private for you. 
but it's just a growth, you know? I, I hate that. And I, and I also think, and I might've said this before as well, I think when you want to keep things private, people get really upset because everyone thinks they're entitled to your business. Like, but you're not. Just because, just because that's your expectation doesn't mean it's true. You know? And I, I'm, I'm a little surprised that she shared this, but it, it does make sense because she doesn't want people thinking she's pregnant because the second they got married, everyone thought that. I mean, hell, when everyone, when anyone gets married, it's like, when a baby's coming, it's like, can we not just be together? Like, I, Haley, I feel you. I feel you, girl. And by the way, um, the Badishers and the Beavers have the same wedding anniversary. Not to brag or anything, but like September 30th is a good day. <laughs> so I feel you, girl. I feel you. I support you. I hope that she, God, I hope it doesn't rupture because that shit fucking hurts apparently. Oh, I hope she can have it taken care of and that she feels better and it's all fine. That it all ends up well. Because we want her, because she's so beautiful and we need her to be healthy for no other reason than she's beautiful. Let's see what else is going on. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So not that I want to discuss them. But Harry and Meghan's Netflix docuseries trailer dropped today. It's in black and white, which I don't think the whole docuseries is in black and white, but that would be an interesting move. And it shows very intimate, like at-home pictures, scenes of them crying, scenes of them, like private moments, right? And there's a couple things in there that like, with the music and the timing, like it leads to like, almost looks a little like propaganda-ish, like with the trooping of the color and the military marching. And they have this picture of William and Kate that looks like they're both evil. And I'm like, ugh. And then at the end, it's them in color. Like all the, maybe all of like the past things will be in black and white and all the new things will be in color. I'm not sure. But you see them, you see Megan and she's like, why wouldn't you want to hear it from us? Why wouldn't you want to hear our story from us? It's like, because we've heard it. And apparently some of the press that's come out is like, this is their love story. This is a, this is them telling us about their time to falling in love and blah, blah, blah. How are they going to docu-series that? That's not a documentary. That's all in the past. Were you, were you there? You weren't there. So this is just them giving you and telling you what went on, which is fine, I guess. But like, it's not new information. We all know, like we know what happened. And I am a person who like defaults to like, there's two sides and then the truth because I think each side has their bias and we may never know the full truth, but I just, do we really need more? Do we really need more? Is this what $500 million is giving us? Really a six part docuseries, which is it a reality show? Like just say that then like the Kardashians are technically docuseries, like Give me a break. So I don't know if I'm going to hate watch it. If you want me to, I will. I'll do a poll on the Instagram. And if I get more than half people telling me to watch it, then I will. If not, I'll find someone else to hate watch it for me. I just, I don't want to give them any more of my time. I don't want to give them, I don't want to give them any more money. But here's the problem. I already pay for Netflix. And I don't think you have to pay for the special. If you do, I'm not doing it. But since I'm already paying for Netflix, 
arguably my subscription is already paying part of their salary and it's already happened. So as long as it's free, I'll think about it. Okay. We can live with that, right? We can live with that. I just, and yes, I have a biased opinion. Sure. I'm a royalist. I stand with the royal family. I don't stand with these, you know, stepping back from senior royalty because of X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. Like, I I can't do it. I can't do it. Not when the queen has, has died. Like, you're kidding me, right? Like, your grandmother died and spent the last years of her life dealing with your bullshit. Like, no way. No way. But speaking of royals, I love and adore. Um, the Prince and Princess of Wales are in Boston this week for the Earthshot Prize. Earthshot Prize is like William's... Um, like environmental challenge where he, they give, it's, I don't want to say it's like the Nobel prize. It's not like, it's a yearly event that like honors people who do such good innovative work for the environment, like in their country. And first of all, I think that's great. I think that's so cool. He's an environmentalist, Prince William. Um, and this year's host city is Boston. So they've been in Boston. Like we're on the same continent. Like, <laughs> Okay. Like, not in the same time zone, but I'll get over it. It'll be fine. But I think that's so great. Welcome to America. We love you. We love you. I heard some chatter they were booed at a Celtics game. There is absolutely no way they were booed. No. Disagree. We love you. We love, love, love you. <laughs> Stay as long as you want. And they flew commercial. Which is kind of obvious because, like, it's for an environmental association. So, like, you're not going to fly private, but I think that speaks volumes when other non-royals don't fly commercial. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying like, if, if we're going to have comparison game, let's have a comparison game. So I love that they're in the U S I love everything Kate's been wearing. Excuse me, Catherine. I have to call her Catherine now all the time because she's the princess of Wales. Um, and I just, Yeah. I'll probably have a full dissertation on their visit next week. Cause I think they're here for like a while, like five days, six days, something like that. So we'll, we'll inform when I have all the information. Let's plan on that. Um, yeah, that's really all that's going on. Let me just double check. that We have no other pressing stories. Da, 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 da. Let's see. There has been chatter on TikTok, which I think is really funny that they, everyone was saying that because of the Balenciaga drama, that Kris Jenner was going to drop either Kylie or Chloe's baby name. And I think that's so funny. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Like your family is in such, such place with the press that if you have a bad scandal, you can drop a name and it's fine. Like, which that hasn't happened. That has not happened. There's still Baby Webster and Baby Thompson. I do see information that people are calling Kylie's baby, the baby formerly known as Wolf. I just think that's so funny. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. But I don't really see much new. I don't, I don't see it. Nope. Yeah, I think that's it for me today, guys. I will do another giveaway. I'm doing another giveaway with a small business that you may have heard of before. 
that is coming soon. And yeah, I think that's the show. A lot of weird news today, but that's fine. It's usually how it is. Hopefully we'll get some like holiday Christmas news. I'll be reporting from the mountain next week. It's all going to be great. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to continue to support the show. Like, share, comment, post, repost, tag me. You know the drill. Leave a five-star review. Leave a comment. Um, follow the show. Hit the bell. Hit the check. Um, and thank you so much. Thank you for spending part of your week with me. Bye.